Hello everybody, welcome back to Best Books Ever. I'm Tyler, and back with Well of Ascension. Brant Sanderson, Mistborn, all that good stuff. Uh, we're reaching, we reached the end today. The end of the book, finally. Uh, a lot of stuff happened in this one. A lot of times, the middle book in a trilogy is where like the most stuff happens, generally. Right, first book, introduction, some shock, last book, big final climax, wrapping stuff up, middle book though, middle book is usually where a lot of, a lot of like mysteries both get solved and introduced at the same time. Um, I don't think that's any different, so we got the end of Well of Ascension, chapters 49 through 59, plus the epilogue, epilogue very important, <laughs> if you didn't read the epilogue. I highly recommend pausing this and going to do so. Uh, so far, epilogue's very important. Mistborn as well. I think the epilogue was important. I think that gave us more clues as to like the Well of Ascension or something. Um, and this one, more so to do with the Hero of Ages, which makes sense leading up to the next book. Um, so, you know me, we begin at the end and a lot of stuff happened at the end so i guess it's always tough because even i say let's start at the end there's about nine things that happen right at the end um so let's just start with the big one right mine as well vin releases the power could have kept it for herself releases the power according to all the text that she's read as well as lining that up with the Lord Ruler himself, what he's done, them kind of, you know, their whole deal is them going against him, trying to make a better uh, final empire, or I guess not the final, because he's gone. Um, release it, right? We think, perfect. She did it. Unfortunately, the power, that's what we're, we're assuming, we don't really know what it is yet, um, screams, I am free, <laughs> and I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, like, if, if, if the power was good, I don't think it'd be screaming, I am free, so joyously, you know, a little too happy to be free, um, I think in that moment, there is some, like, twinge of, oh no, not quite as much as we're going to feel in a few pages. We'll get to that in a second. But there's a little bit of like, I'm free. Like, a little weirdness there. But I think overall, if that's kind of how it ended just like that, I don't think we would have the overall sense of dread about the power being released. Like I said, we'll get into why there is dread in just a couple moments. Um, most of the dread in that moment is coming from Ellen, where... Uh, and and also I think Vin in general, where Vin, she sees that if she were to be able to keep the power, she could have um, helped a lot of people, obviously more directly helped Ellen and made him survive because he got cut by the spirit. We'll talk about that as well in a second, um, as well as people, you, you know, she says, oh, I could, I could stop the ash mounts. I could feed millions with a wave of my hand, um, although the reason why... 
you know, you know, another reason why I think she was uh, hesitant to do that is because she could feel that it was very much like Alamancy, where Alamancy is limited. And it seems like the pool or the well was also limited where she could do anything she wanted to, but only for a brief moment. Which I feel like makes sense because why wouldn't the Lord Ruler get rid of the ash mounds? Like, or feed everyone or, you know, like, like all these things that apparently he was God. But why couldn't he do all these other things to help people or even help himself? I mean, again, if he was God, Vin shouldn't have been able to kill him. So it seems that the well, and this is kind of, I feel like, what Vin was thinking a lot of the times. Like, you know, even if you go back and you think about, or, you know, you go back to the sections of where Vin is, like, questioning the Lord Ruler's power, obviously, after he's dead, because he's dead in this book. Um, questioning his power, but then also questioning, like, what happened at the well exactly. I think it all kind of pieces together where that must have been, must have been how it worked, where Lord Ruler had the literal power of God. For a very short amount of time. And then everything else was him just getting very lucky, very clever. Um, yeah. Because again, if he, if the Well of Ascension's power was unlimited forever, then he wouldn't have killed, or he wouldn't have been uh, killed by Vin. No matter how good Vin was, he could have just wiped her off the face of the planet. You know, so I guess that were to make sense. Um, but she releases it. And just focusing on that for a second, um, just that moment in a vacuum, I think she did the right thing, you know, because again, all of her knowledge from all of her research that she actually has done, because <laughs> Finn turned into somewhat of a scholar in this book, um, she had no choice, like she had to do it because all signs were pointing towards the Lord Ruler kept the power for himself. And that's why he was able to do all these awful things. Um, you know, maybe the power corrupted him. Maybe, you know, because again, before this, from what we've seen, the Lord Ruler seemed to be not a terrible person. And now he turned into this, which they have a very, very, very negative view of the Lord Ruler. So maybe it corrupted him. So maybe if Finn were to do that, the power would have tainted her. Um, you know, you know, even Sazed was hypothesizing that where he was like, oh, well, surely she'll give it up unless she doesn't have a choice, you know? So again, like kind of messing around with that idea of the power is too great for any one person to handle. Um, you know, so even if they wanted to give it up, maybe they couldn't. Although that is not where the book ended. <laughs> Lots of stuff happened outside of that. That makes that moment possibly the worst thing that could have ever happened and Finn feels very very guilty for it but lots of little little tendrils off of that moment so um, one of them which is seemingly positive is Ellen. Ellen becomes Mistborn. Um, the Mist Spirit, which we'll get to the Mist Spirit because that's it's one of the more confusing aspects of this book is the, the dang Mist Spirit. Um, Mist Spirit kills Ellen, almost kills Ellen, like, cut, like, cuts him real deep in the gut, very sad moment, if we're just sticking with that, very, very, very sad moment, because in, in that moment, you're like, Ellen's gonna die, and if Ellen dies, <laughs> if Ellen dies, Vin will do one of two things, she will either recluse, 
and we will see old, old, old Vin come back and never see her again, you know? Or she will murder every living thing on the planet <laughs> out of grief, grief-driven rage, you know? And I, I don't really want to see either of those things. Um, but it was a very sad moment. Like, she, she just kept saying, I love you to him, and, like, you could tell that she had no idea what to do in this moment. Like, after all of this, especially with this book, um, putting all of her energy into protecting him and like, I'm your, you know, I'm your tool, I'm your knife. Her finally reconciling that notion that I'm the knife now, but now I don't have to worry about um, that being only a negative thing and only a, a like murderous thing. It is now... Um, you know, now I'm thinking about it in more of a protective sense, um, less so of what Kelsier did, which, you know, Kelsier kind of used his misborn abilities somewhat selfishly <laughs> into turning him into this, you know, this like deity who was feared and who was supposed to lead all this, where Vin is more so, I don't really want to go that route. I just want to protect the ones I love and I have the power to do so, thankfully. All of that couldn't save Ellen, right in front of her, you know, not even 10 feet from her, and, he, and, and she, she was helpless, so very, very sad moment, but uh, the Miss Spirit, seemingly the same one who almost ended his life, ends up saving his life by pointing towards, you know, a little piece of pottery with a small metal bead on the inside, pointing towards it, motioning towards Ellen, um, stops Vin from eating it and basically tells Vin to have Ellen eat it. Ellen eats it, um, washes it down with some of her uh, all-for-one metal vial that she has, and uh, he immediately starts burning pewter. We later realize that he can not only burn pewter, but he can burn everything. He's a mistborn. Um, that was something I was not expecting when I first read this. Um, a metal that can turn people misborn, um, at the very least, given them alimentic powers. As of right now, we don't know what metal that was, what it can actually do. Like, does it automatically turn people misborn when they eat it and burn it? Um, or is it just like a random luck of the draw? And Ellen was very lucky and he got all of them, not just one misborn instead of a missting. Um, is it temporary? You know, is it? an actual metal that you burn and it burns very slowly. Maybe in a year he won't have any powers anymore. We we have no idea what this is. Seemingly no one's ever heard of this before. Um, you know, I feel like if we have, we would know. I feel like that definitely would be something Kelsier would bring up. Like, hey, there's we're forget the eleventh metal. <laughs> Why don't we search for more of this metal that can turn people into misborn? Um, so that's new. That's big. Um, you know, it's kind of two things there. One What's going on with this Miss Spirit? Because we look back at like, uh, you know, like a Lendi and we see that the Miss Spirit has almost harmed some of his people or maybe did harm them. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but you know, but then we look at it now and it's like definitely harmed Ellen. Seemed like it was going to harm Ellen earlier when they were traveling, when they were being sent away from Luthadel by Sazet's trickery. Um, but then even like Ellen said, like I saw the Miss Spirit earlier and he didn't hurt me. 
He was just trying to tell me something. Same thing with Sazed earlier. We saw that as well. He was looking at the at the like ripped pages. He was reminiscing about him and uh, him and Tendwell doing research. And again, no harm. Just trying to give trying to tell him something. Um, I'm very confused as to what this Miss Spirit's doing. Like, why does it seemingly uh, change? intentions so so quickly and so drastically where at one point again literally we see two sides of the same coin one second the the miss spirit is almost killing ellen and then the next it is literally saving ellen by this miraculous discovery um i really hope we see more we learn more about that because that is weird you know Especially with, again, not only now, but with there being a Miss Spirit in Alendi's logs and like the, the like stories and whatever. So there's, there's, there's something going on there. And then also, Ellen being a Mistborn now. So now I have questions where it's like, was that the only bead? I mean, they, they did make it a point to show that seemingly only one of the like vases weren't shattered. So maybe all the other ones were used up throughout the time. I don't know. Um, if there are more, that's a very, very useful tool. Turn someone else misborn, you know what I mean? Um, if not, where does, what is that metal? Where does it come from? Can we find more? Because turning, turning someone misborn is a great tool, a great advantage for somebody. More more misborn is always a good thing, um, especially now with like them doing their whole thing, them trying to basically build a new empire like before it was just ellen trying to have luthadel and trying to be the king there now it's seemingly it's him with under him we got set penrod and Gennaro. um now he's like an emperor he's not just a king he's an emperor because now he's like ruling over multiple uh you know places so uh, that would definitely be helpful because the other dominances probably aren't just going to be like, yeah, you can, we, we swear loyalty to you. Like they're probably not just going to do that. Although we have Vin. So, you know, kill the Lord Ruler, release the deepness. Yeah, I did both. <laughs> oh man, I love, you know, and this doesn't have anything or anything, but I love the moments I mean, I guess it does have to do with one of my notes, so I can tie it there. So, like I already said, Penrod, Gennaro, uh, Set have all sworn fealty to Ellen. We'll see how that goes. Um, because now he was kind of right. You know, the whole thing with all Ellen's not a good king. We took him, it's like, really? Because you all were terrible, you know? So, and now, and, and now with like, they're both reinvig reinvigorated, I feel like. Um, both Ellen and Vin, so if, you know, um, we'll see how that goes, but on top of that, um, yeah, them, like, fighting the other people in the dominances, we'll see how that goes, um, oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, with, with Vin, Vin just, like, showing out in front of them, like, her, her coming out, well, we'll talk about the, the Kolos in a second, uh, but her coming out, first off, destroying Straff, I I love the way that Brandon wrote that. Where from Straff's perspective, he's been having this whole thing. He's like, "Oh, I got this." Zane was right. I hate how much Zane was right, but you know, it's working. 
all the Kolos are destroying Luthadel. I'm not worried about Luthadel's troops anymore. Uh, Kolos are also uh, whittling down their own numbers, as well as the ones who remain. Hopefully won't be enraged anymore, so it'll be easier to fight. Plus, there'll be less of them. They'll be tired. All that stuff. We got this. And then for, like, the morning of the attack, him to look up and be like, Oh, well, no, but before that, we, we see reports that um, that there is like a, a human army kind of coming towards them or whatever, and some confusion there, Kolos, whatever. Um, but from the look up and see, is that, is that an arrow? I said, no, it can't, can't be an arrow. Kolos don't use arrows. They don't have bows. They're not archers. Like, what? what, what is, is it like a rock, maybe? Oh, it's getting bigger. Oh, it's really big. Oh, it's a human. Oh, no, it's Vin. <laughs> And I love Vin carrying one of the Kolo swords that's bigger than she is. It's like, it's it's such a cool image. Whenever in like stories, like in, you know, books or movies or whatever, when one of the characters has a weapon that's bigger than they are, it's like, oh man, how, how are you carrying that? You must be really strong um, or crazy. Uh, it's like a... Uh, Berserk, if anyone has read Berserk, uh, or I guess watched Berserk, um, it's, a, it's a manga, and uh, no spoilers, but the, the main character, seemingly, he, he carries a sword, a really big sword, and it seemingly gets bigger <laughs> as the, as the um, story goes on, but it, it does get to a point where it's like, like uh, the main character himself, very large human, you know, pretty pretty big in stature. And his sword is even bigger than he is. And it's like, how does he do it? Um, so it's kind of a similar effect there. Um, yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, just like huge jump, strikes him down. One thing cleaves like the, the horse in half that he's sitting on. Um, and then just like throws her weight around. Janarl's there. Set comes. Penrod comes. And, and, and he's just like, and she's just like, all right, everyone kneel. And swear your loyalty to Ellen, and they all do. Like I, I just love moments like that. Um, not just in general, but with this book and Vin in particular, because I think people forget. <laughs> like every time she does something, especially when people question her, I'm just like, dude. I I killed the Lord Ruler. Like I literally killed who you thought was God, who everyone for like a thousand years thought was God. I killed him. <laughs> how are you quite, how, how do you guys think you can beat me? You know, I've done so many things that you, you guys couldn't even dream of doing. Not even set aside the Lord Ruler thing. Like I, I am different from not only y'all, but anyone you've ever seen. And y'all are still like, oh, you're misborn. You know, I mean, I, I, I love when uh, they have their little meeting. It's the three of them in Sazed. And, and, you know, I think Set was like, he has like an offhand comment where he's like, oh, if you, if, uh, Ellen or whoever, if y'all didn't have Vin, you know, the best Mistborn, then things would have went differently or whatever. Like, basically just saying that they got lucky because they had the best Mistborn. And Sazed immediately jumps to her defense and she's like, or, and, and he's like, she's not just the best Mistborn. Okay, Vin has done things, you know, again, kind of implying the whole, like, Lord Ruler thing and even, you know, done, done things that Kels here hasn't done and, and, and kind of shuts him up, but he's right. It's like, Vin is not just the best Mistborn 
that we've seen so far, like, she's different. And so I love whenever she's able to prove that, you know, like, she, she just came back, she pewter dragged, destroyed so many Kolos, now she's controlling the Kolos, something that only the Lord Ruler has ever seemingly been able to do. Jumped a crazy amount of uh, height, killed Straff in a second, like, and y'all are still like, oh, I don't, I don't know. God. Just think about things for a second, you know? Um, Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Maybe we'll go to... Uh, wow, we already covered a lot, actually. Yeah, we already covered a lot. Let me mark this. I'm going to mark some stuff, because I'm going to forget what I've already talked about. Um, so yeah, Vin released the power. We talked about that. Uh, Ellen being a Mistborn talked about that. And also just, just kind of brushing up on that again. Um, I'm very interested to see how he does with his Mistborn stuff. It'd be cool to see vin in like a like teacher role which i imagine what she's gonna do kind of be like first kelsier taught vin and now vin's gonna teach ellen um although it was weird because ellen's not really hit her like apprentice like they're their peers like they're married <laughs> you know so it's gonna be a slightly different dynamic but it'd be cool to kind of see her teach him and how well how good he is at it like i don't know maybe I can't imagine anyone would be as good as Vin, because Vin is different. She is seemingly the hero of ages. Um, so, I mean, you know, there's a little bit of that, but uh, it, it'd be cool, you know? Although, it'd be interesting to see how that changes their dynamic of, like, will Vin's old feelings come back? Remember how she was like, oh, what if, what if he doesn't need me anymore? Again, because past Vin was all about usefulness, and now she has to prove that she's useful, because if she's not useful, people won't keep her around. That goes back to her and the whole uh, thieving crew days, you know. Um, so I wonder if those will kind of creep back, or if she's past it. I really hope she's past it, because, uh, come on, Vin. Like, it's it's just not true, <laughs> you know. Um, so that'd be cool. Um, we talked about... Oh, I guess we didn't talk about that. We did talk about Straff being dead, uh, the spirit stuff. And uh, just to touch upon this again... Uh, Vin controlling the Kolos. Um, interesting, you know. She she got the idea because she remembered that Tensoon called the Kolos cousins to Kondra, and she was able to somewhat control uh, Tensoon for a brief moment there, and that was like a big secret. And so she tried it with the Kolos, and it seems to work. It's working better with the Kolos. I don't know if that's like a thing, Kolos versus Kondra. Or if it's just because she immediately stopped and she didn't go all the way with Tensoon. You know, I wonder if maybe she could have fully controlled Tensoon. Um, I mean, I guess she sort of did when she fought Zane. Yeah, I guess it's kind of the same. Um, but yeah, so she has control over some of the cola. I don't, I don't think it was all of them. Maybe it was. That's a lot, though. She was able to control like 12,000 colos. That's a lot. Maybe she was just able to control, like, a bunch of them, and, like, the others kind of followed, sort of like a hive mind type uh, situation. Uh, but that's big. I mean, she now has a Kolos army. So going back to the whole Ellen being the emperor, maybe trying to take over the entire empire, the entire final empire, I don't know. Um, be a lot easier now that they have Kolos. So, um, yeah. 
also touch uh just lastly with the colos uh they're the cousins to Chandra, but they don't seem to be as intelligent quite as sentient they seem to be more based on instinct whereas Chandra seem to be like more like humans where they're you know fully functioning i guess it's kind of a weird way to put it but colos seem a lot more primitive in their thinking um so i wonder how that sort of translates with her controlling them and all that um some more deaths we'll talk about that um you know you know prayers to the fallen we have clubs who had a lot of red flags i feel like <laughs> kind of going into this um you know especially with like Sazed giving him the little medallion thing for the one religion the one like art religion um very sad to see him go uh especially with breeze having to watch that now breeze is like a cocoon uh but that that was very sad uh docs getting destroyed <laughs> one last time cursing kelsier i love how everyone in kel's crew was like i hate kelsier it's all kelsier's fault <laughs> because it is you know it's like Kelsey just up and died and left us to pick up the people like he did the easy part he didn't even beat lord ruler vin did that <laughs> you know um i just really like that that was that was funny um and then tindwell tindwell unfortunately we didn't even see die sauce had found her later on it seems like uh she was leading her little party to keep venture trying to keep them safe um she's gone and that's really messing up Sazed, you know, Sazed was feeling a, a little, you know, a little snippy, as well as a little just, like, detached during his meeting with, with the people, um, you know, with the other kings, Penrod, Set, Gennaro, all that stuff, um, and now in the epilogue, we saw that he left, he couldn't be there anymore, probably, you know, probably, you know, probably just to separate himself as much as possible, even though in his mind, he's sort of battling, like, what's the right thing to do like you know he's had people die before but he's never loved someone the same way he loved Tindwell and so he sort of doesn't know what to do is like is it better to keep my mind busy and sort of remove myself from her memories for a time or is it better to kind of like wallow in it and like push through it and right now it seems like he's decided to detach himself and just be like I can't I can't be in Luthadel right now I can't can't deal with it um but yeah that's that's very and again it's it's very sad for Saza in particular because i feel like he's the one out of everyone that has always almost been like a rock you know like we don't really see him lose it too much like he's always there he's very dependable i would say not that other people in Kelsier's crew aren't but i feel like he's like the ground to everyone else and so for him to kind of lose it emotionally very rare you know but it just emphasizes how much he loved you know because even like kelsier it's like yeah but he didn't love kelsier like that like in a romantic relationship like you know like it was with tindwell um so that was big well lots of unfortunate deaths um let's see there's definitely one thing i want to leave for last uh let's go something short just a little bit uh, a little bite-sized thing here uh inquisitors invading terrace that's huge 
because uh, first off, we haven't really heard of the Inquisitors at all. Um, we did, I remember this, we did hear uh, there was rumors of an Inquisitor in Luthadel, and it never really, never really saw anything else because of that. Seemingly, that connects to what we saw now, which was Marsh. We'll talk about that in a second. That's what we'll talk about next um, after this. S seemingly, that was Marsh that was spotted. Um, but right now, it seems like there's a lot of Inquisitors, maybe all the Inquisitors that are known, are invading Terrace. Uh, we don't know why, I don't think they said, but Inquisitors still exist. They're still wreaking havoc, it seems. Um, I guess why is the question? Because Lord Ruler's dead, so they're not serving him anymore, unless they see him as still their god, and they're sort of like trying to execute some sort of mission that they feel like he gave them. I don't, I don't know. Also, don't know why Terrace in particular, like, again, like, unless it's just because the, maybe they blame the Terrace people, and maybe for some reason, I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm sure that'll come back around in some form or fashion. Because um, they're Inquisitors, and seemingly they are evil. <laughs> um, and then, kind of moving on from that, like I said, Marsh is back, and he seems to have been tainted by the Inquisitor ship. Um, he goes to try to kill Saza, doesn't work out. It seems like he, at the very least, was trying to stop Saza. From what Saza can gather, he feels that Marsh was just trying to, at the very least, delay Sazed to keep Sazed from stopping Vin from going into the Well of Ascension. Um, yeah, it's hard because, you know, I've read this before, so I, I, I know a lot. Um, what I'll say is... Seemingly that that was enough because when they came back, Marsh wasn't there anymore. Um, you know, I feel like if he failed, he probably would have. I mean, because like if his goal was to kill, then I'm sure he wouldn't have just left. I mean, unless he was afraid of Vin because Vin is pretty powerful and all that. Maybe. Um, but But something else is going on, like Marsh doing that. You know, and like, even if that is his mission, who gave him the mission? Because Lord Ruler's dead, you know? So, like, who... Unless it was one of the other Inquisitors that took control, but Marsh was the one in control. Wasn't that how that worked out? Was that Marsh was the one that was in control of the Inquisitors? So, so something else is going on here. You know, something else is going on, and I think it's important for us to keep an eye on it. And I think that's all... I'm allowed to say, because I don't want to accidentally give anything away there, but, um, yeah, that was big, and also just to see Marsh again, like, he's still alive, <laughs> you know, and again, the last time we saw him, he was helping Sazed, it seems, you know, he was like, oh, there's something important we gotta do, and now next time we see him, he's trying to kill Sazed, you know, so, uh, crazy, crazy stuff there, um, and then, Thing I wanted to keep for last because I feel like it kind of leads into I mean that is there's literally the epilogue I'm about to discuss um epilogue Sazed goes back to the conventicle whatever whatever that place is called when um where he and Marsh first went and they saw the, the etching 
from from Quan. Um, he went back there to confirm some theories that he in which did indeed confirm that the writing on the metal sheet was in fact different than what was written down from his his rubbing. Um, confirming that what the first sentence of it says he should have paid more attention to, which was Quan saying that you know he's 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 writing this in metal because he doesn't trust anything that's not you know etched into metal, basically. Um, you know, to obviously summarize, you know, you've, you've read it already, but just to summarize it, to get to my point, um, you know, saying that some power, which we are assuming is the power that Vin released, um, is changing the prophecy or was changing the prophecy to better and almost exactly fit Elendi, seeming that the the power wanted Elendi in particular to be the hero of ages. Um, this this power is able to alter uh, written word. Also, crazily, and I, and I actually forgot about this. Um, it's it's able to alter information in metal minds. Because here's what I'll say: now that we finished it, I can sort of talk about what I was thinking about prior with my future knowledge when I was reading this. I obviously didn't say it because. We didn't know about it until now, uh, but, but before, you know, this whole book, stuff has been changing, right? And I didn't, you know, I couldn't say what was happening, but now I can. Um, with, you know, the power changing stuff, I was thinking, I was like, oh yeah, I, I did remember that uh, their like writings were able to get changed, were able to get altered, and that's kind of what was happening. That was what was connected to the, the like ripped pieces that, you know, that, that one sentence, um, tricking them, ripping it off to make it seem like something doesn't want that, when in fact they're they're like throwing a red herring at you where it's like oh no we don't want that we don't want him to take the power for himself um so but i was thinking i was like it doesn't make sense because i remember that that power is able to alter words but sazed is recalling it from his metal mind like shouldn't that be and then this right here confirms what didn't make sense to me which was oh it can change metal minds too completely forgot about that so, you know so that's why deep down i was confused i was like but how is how is that going against what sasa is saying because he's reaching into his metal mind and perfectly uh recalling what you know what the etching said he wasn't that, that's why because he couldn't so that's crazy that though that seemingly the only way for you to accurately uh record something in perpetuity is to etch it into metal because for some reason it can't change again it makes sense it's you know metal sort of is the the like core of this entire planet it seems so you know all the most important things come from metal allomancy uh ferrochemy all that stuff um but yeah, more so than that. So like, yeah, so that's kind of what happened with this is that um, tricked Vin into releasing the power. Um, it's tough. It's tough. So like that, so, you know, so it seems like, and even Saza had said, and I think Ellen sort of thought about it too before this happened where it's like, there's something bigger going on here that we cannot comprehend. 
and I think that's confirmed by the end of this book as well as the epilogue, where it's like some like that power, seemingly the deepness, right? Because that's probably what we're assuming is is the deepness. Um, has powers and reach further than we anticipated, um, and now we have to deal with it. You know, like. <laughs> Oh man, they you know talked about like history repeating itself. It's like it certainly is. Um, you know, so now they're gonna go back into those logbooks and and read about all the ways that the deepness was messing stuff up, and now they're gonna have to find a way to take care of it. Cause I'm not really sure how. <laughs> Again, it's possible. Cause if you remember, Lord Ruler defeated the deepness, so it is possible. So I'm assuming that's probably what the third... Again, no future spoilers. I'm assuming that's probably what they're going to do, right? Is try to do more research and try to... Also, I, although I just don't know where else they're going to look. You know? Like, they've looked through everything regarding the deepness that they have. Like, what's going to happen? They're going to find some random book somewhere that's like, here's the real... You know, they're going to they're gonna look through Credit Shaw and find, like, you know... Lord Ruler's, like, secret filing cabinet. It's like, okay, here, if this ever happens, here's how to step-by-step step defeat the deepness. Like, no. <laughs> I highly doubt that something like that's going to happen. So, maybe it will, you know? Maybe, you know, maybe he'll have some record. Maybe he'll have some, like, you know, in case of fire, break glass type thing, right? Seems convenient, but, hey, you know? So was a little beat of metal making someone misborn. So... Um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So yeah, that's, that's basically the end of the book. Um, it's all the important stuff for leading right to the Hero of Ages. Last book. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear what you all think is going to happen. Um, because there's a lot of dread, I think. Um, last book... Mistborn didn't end with a whole lot of dread. I think there was some mystery because the Lord Ruler obviously saying the thing of like you've doomed, you don't know what I do, what I what I've been doing for this planet, you know, or whatever, right? But that's yeah, whatever. He's dying. He's just gonna say whatever, you know. Mostly happy, right? We beat the Lord Ruler. You know, we got this. Sad that Kelsier died, but we have a plan. We're gonna keep going with it. He left us details. Um we all our roles, we can do it. This one's like some major dread where it's like, I believe, <laughs> I believe Vin just released the deepness onto the world. So, and they're not really sure how to defeat it. You know, mists are coming out during the day. They seem to be killing people. From the stories, we know that like regular weapons have no effect on the deepness. The deepness like kills crops, right? Um, so yeah, not excited for what comes next. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd love to hear what y'all guys think, what y'all guys think is going to happen next. Um, favorite parts of not only this part, but the book in general. Uh, I'm very excited to do Hero of Ages. That will be the last book in the trilogy, and then we'll move on to another series. I already know what it's going to be. It's going to be a good time. And uh, yeah, next we're doing, like I said, Hero of Ages. We're going to be covering chapters 1 through 13. 1 through 13. Nice little section there to get us started. Um, and, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. They covered everything I wanted to cover. So, yeah, that's that's it. 
Uh, make sure to read those chapters for next time. Hero of Ages, third book. And uh, yeah, that is it. Have a good day. Read some stuff. And uh, see you next week.